that one. No? I don't think it's a great intro. Even though he wrote, even though each one's bespoke. It's not the intro that is, isn't it? I think so. I wouldn't know because I've never seen an episode of Seinfeld all the way through. Really? I've just seen most of the Chinese food episode. That's a that's, that's a, a good, good one. Yeah. I want good. somebody to do a stage play of that. You know what we never episode. talked about? We never talked about that uh that Twitch that was running for a while that I don't know if it still runs. That just It's back up now. It's back up. Okay. What is it? The AI generated Seinfeld that did some uh, <laughs> transphobic material. Uh, yeah. What's what did what did you expect? It's on the internet. It's using AI. Mm. I mean, it is funny how every time there's like an AI chatbot or something, how quickly it ter- goes to saying something incredibly yeah. <laughs> racist. Speaking of transphobia, uh, you were right near uh, the there we go. Uh, I have found a uh, an article on the internet. All right. I wanted to share. Yeah. Uh, Can you turn my headphones down. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, hey, hey! It's good. Thank you. Uh, we had a caller last week. Call in. Um, gentleman caller. Gentleman caller talking about uh, a certain game and and getting it used from GameStop and then returning it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I found this article that I felt was relevant. Are you? All, can I read it to you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think you can. All right. Connor what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> Go ahead. Read it. Uh, the article <clears throat> is titled, Hogwarts Legacy is the Dark Souls of Reality. Okay. Hold on, Connor. Where is this article posted? I think it was Screen Rant. Forbes? On Screen Rant. Yeah. Screen Rant does do video game stuff. So this is definitely real. Who's written by? Uh, Chet Barcelona. (laughs) (laughs) Date of the article? Uh, March 1st, 2023. Okay. Continue. We live in a time when video game journalism has gone the way of the tabloid. Websites once trusted to give us thought-provoking, honest game criticism now aim to shock and awe us with their click-baity headlines full of hot takes and edgelord remarks. Long gone are the days of candid, thoughtful pieces that draw on the writer's personal experience and love of gaming. You, dear reader are a bumbling, drooling fool in the hive mind of the electronic media conglomerate today. Your clicks and shares are the swarms of plankton that the lumbering blue whale of online gaming journalism is heartily gobbling up with its 21,000-gallon gulps. Mm. Dear reader, this article is no different. I have carefully crafted this particular article's title with years of cultural context. Memes, tweets, game discourse, and the recent release of FromSoft's most successful game to date in mind. To encourage you, dear reader, to trigger your fast twitch muscles and click expediently on the hyperlink. 
Now that you're here, my drooling, shambling, lowest common denominator, expecting a pithy piece of paint by the numbers game journalism, expressing the pitfalls inherent in Avalanche Software's released based on the works of transphobic author J.K. Rowling, I have yet another confession to make. I have not played Hogwarts Legacy. You may think to yourself that I have not played Hogwarts Legacy as a political statement. There's been no shortage of calls to boycott the game over Rowling's inflammatory remarks toward the trans community on social media. And while this writer is no fan of Rowling or her political views, protest is not the reason for the extra 80 gigs on my hard drive. My dearest, most fumbling reader, I have yet another confession to make to you. Were you able to make it this far into the article? I forgot to play Hogwarts Legacy. (laughs) Forgot. Now, before you scroll to the bottom of the page to leave your most hate-filled incendiary comments, the Ouroboros tale and the endless cycle of writer-reader relations, please hear me out, dear reader. Hear my tale and determine for yourself whether or not execution by blog post is a suitable punishment for my crime. The day was Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I was riding my bicycle to the library to do some research for the article I planned to write on the soon-to-be-released action RPG, Hogwarts Legacy, and looked to gather secondhand criticism to aid my analysis. While the weather was unseasonably warm, the wind was giving me difficulty on that particular day, turning my steel frame road bike into a sail that dragged against the headwind. Everything felt off that particular winter day. My mind kept wandering from the nasty headwind to the strange conversation I had with my landlady just 20 minutes prior. While leaving my apartment, I found the elderly woman sweeping the sidewalk out front and waved to her as I mounted my saddle and began pedaling. She gave me the usual smile and nod before her face suddenly changed to a deadly serious stare. Her hand snapped from the broom handle to my wrist where she gripped with unnatural strength. So hard, I nearly fell off my bike. Taken aback, I could do nothing but stand there in gagged silence, waiting for whatever was about to happen. The five-foot-three-inch-tall woman slowly pulled me in until our faces were nearly touching. She spoke in such a low hush, I could hardly believe I was making out every word over the wind whipping about my ears. Quote, I once met a man who told me that he did the same thing every day for so many years that eventually he began experiencing his waking moments all at once in a single instant, she said. The words had hardly left her lips before the muscles in her face relaxed into an amicable smile. She patted my hand and continued sweeping. Why did she tell me that? I asked myself as I neared the library. Locking my bike up, I noticed two men standing near the entrance. Both wore ill-fitting suits, the tailoring or lack thereof, odd enough to make the two stand out. They appeared to be having a heated debate. Though at this point, the wind was so violent, so cacophonous, that I could not make out what appeared to be full-belly shouts. Despite passing mere feet from the two, the only words I could make out were, oh, sorry, make out before stepping inside the lobby were, you know the only thing to do with a man full of secrets, don't you? You poke him full of holes until they all come leaking out. Standing by the help desk in the library, those words rang in my mind. The librarian asked me if I needed help, and I inquired about the Tony Morrison book, Playing in the Dark. You see, dear reader, I wanted to draw on Morrison's literary criticism to address accusations of anti-Semitism in Hogwarts Legacy. I'd heard 
<clears throat> stirrings early on that the game's plot surrounded a goblin revolt, one which continued the tropes of the books and films had criticized had been criticized for previously. Like other media in the Harry Potter franchise, Legacy portrays the goblins using characteristics and caricatures associated with anti-Semitism. This even included a plot line surrounding goblins kidnapping children to use in blood magic rituals, a plot line closely affiliated with racist myths surrounding the Jewish people. I chose Morrison's book as the critical cornerstone of my article because of her methodology in analyzing racism inherent in much of American literature. Rather than looking at the author's personal prejudices, Morrison explores the ways that black characters and blackness uh, as a concept were handled in those works and how those concepts shaped American literary culture. Yes? I think it's prejudice. Okay. Where was I? Uh Uh-oh. She says of one of America's most iconic writers, quote, it would be irresponsible and unjustified to invest Hemingway with the thoughts of his characters. An author is not personally accountable for the acts of his fictive creatures, although he is responsible for them. Rather than attacking the author personally, she shows how stereotypes and one-dimensional characters based on tropes make for bad, lazy writing. I hoped to show how, like the tight mechanics of Hemingway's prose, the mechanics of Hogwarts Legacy may be flawless. The level design and combat may not leave the player wanting, but how do racist tropes hurt the story and make for one-dimensional characters? I hoped, dear reader, to explore how the diverse characters in the game were a band-aid to distract or apologize for Rowling's hateful rhetoric. How the tired and racist stereotypes dating back to the Middle Ages may prop up a well-made video game but certainly cannot make for good story or character development. I hope to do all this, but I could not stop thinking about the wrinkles in my landlady's face and the way she spoke those strange words into my mouth. I could not stop my mind from wandering to those two poorly tailored suits shouting total silence into a howling wind. As I left the library with my book, I noticed one of the men walking away down the adjacent alley, leaving what I looked down to see in bewildered horror was an empty suit and a pile on the sidewalk the nylon and cotton full of holes. So again, dear reader, I apologize. I have not played Hogwarts legacy because my mind has been full of strange, unexplainable occurrences. And as I sit here, the incessant beeping from my carbon monoxide detector, exacerbating my headache, I cannot help but think that if magic does exist in the world, it isn't quite so fanciful or exciting as the world of Hogwarts legacy would have you think. In fact, the underlying horrors of the racism I can only speculate exist in the game may truly make it the dark souls of reality. So dear reader, my only advice to you is that if you want to play this game, steal it as you should do everything in this dark souls of a reality. Damn. It's a, it's a good article. Yeah, it's decent. What did um, they rate it out of five? I think like a th- three. Damn. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know. I just three for racism. screen rant. Chet Barcelona. I think I that was a rant, wasn't it? It was something. It was very eloquently done. I gotta hand it to you, Connor. That took a lot of work, and I'm proud of you for doing it. That's all you gotta say. <laughs> I, I gotta hand it to you, Connor. That must have taken a lot of time. <laughs> no, I didn't mean for it to sound like Jesus. that. Jesus. I think that was very good. No, it was very good. You should write more. (laughs) 
because I was swept away into a fantasy land where this character who is not you mm-hmm. who's short l- land lady is not anyone else we know <laughs> and I was in a magical fantasy land for a little while I I would be flattered if I had written that land within a but, land uh, Mr. Barcelona wrote it. So, does he also moonlight at Poblano Studios? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of a conflict of interest to be writing about video games if you're working at Poblano. Mm. But I, that, I wouldn't put it above anyone there. Mm. You know how that studio actually they're gener- they have generators that run on trans blood. This is true, and they have to grind up in children too. And mm-hmm. and it's it's mostly on adrenochrome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all on adrenochrome, but they have the the power that generates the computers that they do all their. Anyways, mm. Poblano Studios. This is all true things. Yeah, you should do an expose on. Yeah, we're gonna get Vice in here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a, you're a big fan of uh the guy who started Vice, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Gavin, uh... good guy, backed hard. I'm proud of what he's done. <laughs> I got, I got like, I got a bunch of his shirts. Yeah, what a, what a, what a guy, or maybe a boy. What a little boy. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Connor, for sharing that. Thank, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for moaning after I said. We'll boy. post a link. We'll post a link in the show notes to the. Yeah. Can the show notes be that whole article? <laughs> yeah, sure. nothing else. Sure. How long can our show notes be? Uh, I don't know. I have a question. Yeah. Mm. Remember. The TV show Full House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, do I? The milkman, the milk boy, and the milk TV. Yeah. <laughs> Milking the boy. Remember the house from that? It's from huge. Full. It was It was a very full huge house. Huge San Francisco row house. How much do you think that house sold for in the year 2020? Dude. Did it sell in 2020? Mm-hmm. 20 million. 20? Realistically, you think 20 million dollars? I don't know. Probably. I think like three or four million. Do we? Yeah. Three or four? Th- three on the low end. My dad's calling me. It sold. He, does he know? <laughs> I'm not going to ask it. It sold in October of 2020 for $5.3 Okay. And in the Zillow listing, there is not a single picture of the front of the house. Really? Oh, were they not allowed to? It it doesn't even say it in the overview or the home details. That's crazy. Nowhere does it say house from full house. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they could have just ex- at the end put a little picture of What did what did Bob Saget's character do for a living in that show? Does anyone I think remember? He abducted children to <laughs> s- harvest their adrenochrome to yeah. sell to news or movie rant, well, screen rant. Screen rant. At the time, it was, called, it was called News Rant. Yeah. They didn't have... Uh, it was just called Rant. No, what did he... Really what good did he, play. Was he like a lawyer or something? I can't remember what his job was supposed to be. Single dad, I think. Yeah. How did he afford that house? Wife died in a double was, homicide. <laughs> her and her... What's the male version of a mistress? A mister? <laughs> Lover. No, that's what you use to play old video games on. Mm, nice. It's not game emulation; it's system emulation. Because um, yeah, that was sister. 
It was a big ass house. Well, the whole family lived there. Yeah, but were they all paying rent? The full family? Was 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 John Stamos paying rent, you think? Uncle Joey living in the basement, you think he was paying rent? He was a sportscaster for the Channel 8 News. Okay. That's a huge theme with 80s and 90s sitcoms where the dad is a sports journalist of some sort. Yeah, it's every guy's dream. If you're in, if you're <laughs> if it's the 1980s and you went to college for English, you're like, I want to be a sports journalist. But all of these people, they're all stand-up comedians who got TV shows. So they're all like, like sort of biographical, right? Like yes, yeah. I, everybody loves Raymond and Full House. How much did they have in, say, in writing it, though? You know? I don't know, but it seems like they're always a sports writer. Or they want to be a sports writer. Mm. So you think he paid the mortgage, single salary, from being a a sportscaster? He definitely had his brothers chipping in, Uncle Joey or whatever. You think Uncle Joey living in the basement, making a stand-up comedian's... He was throwing in some money, but then there's the other uncle. John Stamos? Yeah, I guess so. He like was like a... Like a bum. He's like a musician, right? He was a musician. Oh. He was friends with the Beach Boys in the in the lore of the show. Wait. Friends with the Beach Boys? The Beach Boys are in a couple episodes. I think John Samos was actually friends with the Beach Boys. So they came on a couple John episodes. John Samos was actually playing Marilyn Manson. Not Marilyn Manson. Fucking Charles Manson. Mm. A, an alternate timeline where <laughs> Charles Manson is still friends with the Beach Boys. And Joey, Uncle Joey, is a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was, he's a stand-up comedian. He's not paying rent. Oh, oh also, no way. Uh, also, Joey's a stand-up comedian. But Uncle, who lives in the basement, he's a stand-up comedian <laughs> with a little puppet, the yeah. beaver puppet. I don't. What's I think up with that? Huh? I know more about you... the intro of the show than the rest of that. Sh- I don't know. I haven't seen a full episode of that show. Remember, there was an episode where uh, remember that movie, The Beaver, where one of the Olsen twins. Uh, f- they fall off a horse. Oh yeah, get it? Go into a coma for yeah. a little bit. Remember Fuller House? Yes, that was funny because they looked and winked. <laughs> I I actually watched probably more of Fuller House. The funniest uh, ex- explanation of that show I ever saw was it it feels like a Full House porn <laughs> without any sex in it. Oh, oh, I was like, I thought you meant the original. And no, I was like, Fuller House. who's fucking in that no, no, house? No, Fuller House. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. No, I can well, see that. Uh, Bob Saget was sleeping with the neighbor girl while they were filming. I know that. Yeah, but that was probably legal, right? I don't know how, uh, how old she was at the time. I think it's safe to assume probably not legal. I would say maybe, prob- maybe his wife had a really good life insurance policy and he just they, cashed Pam? out. She was killed by a drunk driver. Was she? Oh, yes. Damn. Double I, homicide. Her and her mister. <laughs> I have a feeling that it was probably the sex was legal because when he passed away, everyone had good things to say about him. <laughs> and I would have heard something about it on Twitter be like, just a friendly reminder. Someone would have said something like that. But I could be wrong. Maybe he's just a bad at guy. Who knows nowadays? Not me. Crazy show. You know what's crazy? We need a name for restaurants that are like hang space. 
Because when I say novelty restaurants, I guess so. Yeah. That are specifically run by someone who is like a middle-aged mom and it's like got the same kind of vibe of like an Elwoods or something like that, in my opinion. They're like go hand in hand. I think Hang Space was run by uh, Dave Witty's wife. Yep. Of municipal Waste fame. Okay. Municipal waste. So, or of the Red Cord, was he in? I don't know. More like the Red Shord. Not the it's funny because I don't think either of them were actually vegan. She was vegan. Oh, she was vegan. He's okay. Because um, I went to a new one of those and I was like, man, these all have the same vibe. What was it called? It was called, well, I'm going to blast them, but it's a good restaurant. So this is a, what? Is it? Is it? The Devil's Lettuce? Yes. Oh, yeah. We've been there. <laughs> Bob and I have been there. <laughs> right? You go into one of those restaurants and you know exactly what you're going to get. Yep. You know the food is going to be pretty good. Overpriced. Over, a little bit overpriced. And it's just going to be like, this is fine for what it is. I can make this at home. Yeah. My favorite part of Devil's Lettuce is that you can tell someone... Who owns the place? Someone in their family, yes, is vegan, yes, and they because Devil's Lettuce the lady running it is connected to yeah the bar slash restaurant next door. So, someone's mic is doing a thing. Hey, it's like all right. It's better. I think it's this cord. We got to get the cord. Anyways, <clears throat> yeah, it's connected. So when you walk up, it's like take a uh right to go to Murphy's Tavern or whatever, and then uh left to Devil's Lettuce. Where you can get a straight edge burger. God, the names. Just name your stuff normal. I can't stop thinking about the sloppy wrap. Because <laughs> it's called the sloppy mac wrap, but I started calling it sloppy wrap. And now I'll just randomly just be like doing anything at the end of the day. And I'll just be like, mm, sloppy wrap. <laughs> Need sloppy. Or uh, the uh, the shrimp po girl. Yep. Uh, sloppy Josephina or something like that. I forget what they call it. Josie. The future is female. Yes, yeah, so true. Yes, bestie. Anyways, my and only women are vegan, so <laughs> this is makes true. Sense. Hey, being vegan, female trait. Honestly, hey, girls or uh, gender nonconforming people who have a boyfriend. If if your boyfriend's a uh, a vegan, congratulations, <laughs> you have a girlfriend. <laughs> Anyways, uh, had had a very cursed experience going in there, but. Uh, We'll still say like it's still a four out of five and I had a good time, but I walk in immediately. It feels like I'm in the kitchen and everything's crazy. It's so <laughs> hot in there. Also, while I was in there, I was like, this feels like played up because <laughs> I walk up to the register and already so an IRL video game experience. I walk up to the register, which later on Kelsey told me that that person that I talked to might have been on the spectrum. But to me, I, it was just uh, a middle schooler who thought I was a, a dumbass from my interaction with them. So I was like, oh, maybe that's a thing. I just thought they thought I was dumb. But I walk up and as this is going on, the one lady who seems to be running everything in terms of <laughs> making the food back in the kitchen, talking to people who are like getting their orders. She's running back and forth like the older like mom yeah, who yeah. seems like this. Oh, this is her thing. Right. I go up and I order the um, it's like a jackfruit dipping sandwich. It's, it's, I forget what they called it. Au jus. I'm sure it's got. Let me, no, yeah, let me look up their yeah, menu yeah, real quick. Look, I'm gonna read some. And I got, I got that, and I got the Fiesta fries, but I really just wanted cheese fries. So what I asked was like, "Hey, can I just get the Fiesta fries with like just the cheese? Is there a way to do that?" And the the 
person ringing me up who again was like freshman in high school maybe was like uh yeah <laughs> and then like started ringing me up and i was like okay but if it's like just the fiesta fries and you take everything off because it come, came with like lettuce onion well, uh it's my favorite fry topic <laughs> uh cheese beans corn it was like a it was like basically like nachos but fries yeah um i was like if it's just gonna cost the same amount then i'll get everything on it i was just wondering if i could get you know just cheese fries like add f- cheese to a fries and then like, oh okay and they just gave me the fiesta fries because like whatever and um while this is going on i'm waiting there's a someone sitting at a table who's like could i get um a cup of warm water and a lemon (laughs) and i'm just thinking like did you bring a tea bag with you maybe they just want warm water with lemon i guess so and then the lady running is like um we don't have that but i can go next door and go and go get it and i'm just like bro you don't have to do to the t-mobile store not even the restaurant (laughs) (laughs) it was one of those things where it's just like this is so chaotic it's like 70 degrees in there like 80 degrees in there but like outside it's like 30 i will say after i ate my meal i had to go outside just walk around for a second because i was so overwhelmed yeah this is also on top of like i ate an entire big thing of fries and a sandwich and this was after i was like i'm gonna like watch what i eat and so the two to three previous days i just ate like seitan and broccoli and like have been cutting out a lot of just like snacking and stuff like that so i ate a bunch of food and just like overflowing with food and just like all this chaotic shit going on but what the craziest part of this entire thing is she leaves she goes to the tavern next door and then comes over with a single slice of lemon in her hand (laughs) and is like oh here's that lemon because she had the hot water and then she hands like oh sorry for the unceremoniously like giving you the lemon and she takes it i'm just like there's gotta be some there's gotta be a health food violation going on oh, right yeah. now. But just the entire time she just seemed to be like she was super nice yeah, and yeah. I wanna go back, but it's one of those things where I'm like, you don't have to do that. <laughs> and also the lady ringing him up looked at me like I was in, an insane person just for asking for cheese fries. Here's some uh here's some main main dishes. Oh, that you here can we get. go. Here's the plates. We got dank nugs. Yeah, classic. It is classic. called devil's lettuce. Uh we got I would do anything for loaf. Yeah. <laughs> Bob like that one. <laughs> I should uh, come up with these. We got little L I L apostrophe. Little Lisa's fishless chips. Mm-hmm. Okay. Vegging out flatbread and fiesta fries. Um, let's see the burgers. We got the Beyond Straight Edge. Yeah. Beyond Gateway. No Bull Burger. Like a drug, gateway drug. Okay. Beyond Sloppy Johanna. Johanna. That's it. <laughs> sloppy Johanna. Oh man. It Devil's also- Dip. Po girl rap. Devil's dip is what I got. Ma's meatloaf melt. Sloppy Mac. Killer tofu toasties. Yeah. It suffers Ah, from the... Boy. So this... Hey, all my vegans know this. When you go to a restaurant and you order like a vegan thing off the menu and they kind of like have to make it from scratch because no one ever orders it yeah 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 i feel like every time i've been to devil's lettuce it's been that experience and they are the only like <laughs> it's only a vegan restaurant yeah. so like every every sandwich i order they like 
they're like oh fuck. yeah they're like oh no like they're going through all of the drawers and like pulling out <laughs> ingredients like uh uh yeah i think we can make that and like like uncovering tupperware we don't like have that. diced tomatoes we don't have diced tomatoes like when we went to Publix and we ordered the vegan sandwich that's on the menu vegan we're like can we get that and everyone standing there turned around and looked up at the menu and then looked at each other <laughs> and they were like what do we do <laughs> and then just started rifling around looking for shit oh man do you want Asking cheese their manager. on it <laughs> anyways I went there and had a good time but also uh, after I finished my meal I had to walk around because I was overstimulated and I haven't felt that way in a very long time but it was just like hot and I was very full of food. Welcome to my noise sh- set, yeah. Devil's Lettuce. And um, she left the restaurant and came back in through another door that had a, a single lemon in her hand and gave it to her. <laughs> she should have knocked it out of her hand. Like, no! Oh! I was also just like, how do you how do you go to a restaurant and just order something that's not on the menu? Even if it's just <laughs> hot water and a lemon, like it, it's she's a regular, it's part of their secret menu. Well, here's the thing is I feel like if you go back there enough. And by, I feel like, I was like, I want to go back there enough that I can ask for just cheese fries because I don't want all that other stuff. You go back there enough, they'll just let you make your own shit. Yeah, like, probably. get back here. <laughs> yeah. there, there we was, don't know where anything is. There was a moment when I was there and I was like, yo, I should probably just go back there and help. Because at one point, <laughs> one point, the lady who was the, the young person who was ringing up people at the register went back to help, I guess, probably clean or something like that because we went in there a little bit before like it was probably like an hour before close so they were probably going back there to help and i was like man if someone comes in right now i kind of want to like because i see this wo- <laughs> because i see this woman doing every everything under the sun in this kitchen i'm like i kind of want to go over there and just be like it's probably an ipad where you just press whatever the yeah. names of the stuff is i can just help out real quick do we step behind the guy welcome to devil's lettuce yeah. what can i get you for step you? behind the counter and look at the ipad and it's just like a note app and they're just <laughs> yeah. like typing out shit. <laughs> oh my god this is why they're so fucked up yeah uh but um it was pretty cool oh man yeah the, the experience that you had is basically every time i've been there it's like the the mom is running everything yeah. and then they're like middle school or freshman daughter is yeah. on the register and like seemingly annoyed that you're standing there ordering yeah. food from them it's very cool it, it, it definitely gives a it's also funny because it seemed like the place was burning like it seemed like when we were playing played up and something's on fire and people <laughs> are running around it felt like that but there was only four other people in the restaurant and they were all both all four of them were sitting down and I think they were already eating. There were there weren't people standing in the rain. So our three the three of us who went in and ordered stuff was enough to just throw it into chaos, <laughs> I guess. Were the other people eating there, did it seem like it was like a high school age kid and their parents? It was it was one parent and then I like maybe someone in their 30s i want to say and then it's just like a, a couple i think okay. if i remember correctly because i feel like the vibe i get there whenever i am there is it's like the the alt yeah. kid is like i want to eat our doubles lettuce <laughs> yeah i can see that it's got that vibe but i was there and i was like there's got to be a name for this kind of restaurant and then i just think it's just uh white woman owned I think we could restaurant. probably we could probably file it under like there's got to be a better name for like it though th- second or third wave vegan restaurant yeah that's what I was thinking like Something first like wave would be like weird seventies hippie shit yeah second wave would be like the co op <sighs> like nineties co op nineties yeah grungy kind of 
restaurant and then the soccer mom who got into yoga oh yeah is like it's the third wave harrison street second wave harrison yeah, Street yeah. second wave for sure we don't have any first wave i don't think elwoods would be the closest but then yeah. I, I wouldn't even count that it was like a um the the vibe in there is also just like y'all just threw this together <laughs> like real fast i can tell there it's like i can i i could go buy all this everything in here at, at home right now yeah they spent uh, all of their money on uh, naming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to get a on the PR menu. person. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of sloppy Johanna? <laughs> yes. Yes, I love it. Uh, Anyways, it was good, and I can't wait to go back. It is good. I I wish I didn't have to spend eighteen dollars on a burger. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, it's, that's just what a burger costs these days, hey, I guess. I made my own food today, and I was like, I should just do this. This is much cheaper. Hey, I've been making my food all week. Bob. Am. What have what, you been What you... Making and food are both doing a lot of work in that statement. I explained to Connor what my dinner was last night, and he was visibly upset in the car. I almost got out. What is it? I made my... You're going to make me sit through this I made my signature bean pasta. Oh, yeah. Was that the peanut when you, butter? When, or? when you think of bean pasta, what kind of beans do you think you would use like an Italian dish? Um, probably the, the, oh no, did you use like black beans? <laughs> so when I hear bean pasta, I think cannellini beans. Yeah, pi- maybe pinto? Is that something you'd use? Probably not. I would use like a white bean. Okay, yeah, that's the one I was even, thinking of. Even I if, he, the if he told me garbanzo bean, yeah, I'd be like, yeah. eh, it's not a great idea, but okay. Yeah. This man looks me in, in the eye while driving, putting us both in danger, uh, taking years off my life just by talking. And he says, "Yeah, I put, uh, I, 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 I make pasta, I bow, bow tie pasta. pasta, okay, my favorite. And I burn black beans <laughs> and put them. That's the dish. Oh, red oh, sauce and okay. red sauce. I don't know. I feel like without the red sauce, it might I said, even be did better. You, did you season it? And he goes, What do you mean? <laughs> I put beans in it. What do you mean? I was like, Do you put salt? Uh. In it? He goes, I put beans in it." I'm not, hey, I got I got hypertension. I'm not supposed to be eating salt. Hey, a little bit of salt's okay. Hey, well, Whatever especially if you're drinking happy. a lot of water. I've been <laughs> drinking so much water because my lips last week. Have your lips been getting real chapped? Insane. Mine have. I Me was too. bleeding. Yeah. What is up with I have that? Scabs because I was bleeding. It's just been dry. It's been. I, it got cold again. I, it's messed up. It I is. like just ran. I had two things of chapstick I used all year. I just ran out of them, and then now I'm like, I have been using like a toothpick to dig it I, out. See, I don't use chapstick. Yeah, so I'm just like, like looking like a meth head walking up to Emily, being like, "Can I use some extra chapstick? My lips hurt." <laughs> I got uh, we got pizza last week, and I put hot sauce on my pizza, oh. and it like it was cracking my lips to open my mouth that wide. Oh my God. So I did. I just like forced through it, like just cracked them just to get it over with. So I'm like bleeding from the lips and then I'm eating my hot sauce drenched pizza and it's like melting my face. Uh, that doesn't sound fun. And then I started, I was like, oh wait, this is maybe what Connor's talking about with drinking water all the time. Yeah. So I started drinking so much water and It'll I'm help. peeing at least three times a day now. Just three? <laughs> That's a lot. I pee like three pee, t- three times a day is a lot. I pee like three yeah. times like every hour. I I drink a, I drink a lot. I usually though. pee before I go to work and then before I go to bed. Are you? 
Connor, don't do this to me. I can't handle it. Is that not normal? No, you should probably pee more. I oh, I also don't know because I wake up and I have like either an energy drink or a coffee. Oh and then... Um, but you also wake up at three in the afternoon. Yeah, but I also go to bed real late. Right, but I'm saying like it's not out of the... It's not... I wouldn't say it's weird to drink an energy drink when the sun's out. I guess. I'm not even saying that's weird. What I'm saying is I drink a lot of liquids because I'll have that or a coffee and then I'll have... Uh, I'll make a shake, but my shakes always end up being like two full-blown smoothies. What, what I mean to say is I make a smoothie. I have like, it's about that yay big, very big. 20 ounce? 30, I would say so about, ounce? so probably 40 ounces of of uh, a banana and a half, a bunch of strawberries, two scoops of protein and water and and. Uh, regular milk now, Bob. and then <laughs> and then um and whole then, milk, and then I uh, and then I have uh and then I have um Bob water with that, so I drink a lot of liquid. Bob, you know I'm not good at making friends. <laughs> I can't lose you. I don't want you to die at forty, and then I have to make a new friend. <laughs> Well, that's my promise to you. I'll at least make it another two years. <laughs> Wait, how old who's going to edit the podcast? How old am I? I? Just four years. I'm trying my hardest out are there, you? Connor. Are I, you? I expanded my horizons. I thought bean pasta was a brilliant idea. I said, "Hey, I got bow tie pasta. My favorite. <laughs> I got black beans. My second favorite. I'll put them together. Why waste a?" Another bowl. Hey, I've done weirder th- foods. I sh- <sighs> I'm happy. I'm just happy you're drinking at all. Yeah. I'm working on it. <clears throat> well, uh, better start the application process now. So if you <laughs> want to be my friend, uh, send a uh, voicemail. Send a voicemail or uh, post postmarked Post letter just, just, just you gotta take care of yourself Bob you don't have to do okay. anything this is America you, you don't have to but I'd, it'd be nice oh I do have another new dish this okay. one is legit is it yes am I gonna be upset I don't think so it's actually good this is for everyone listening it's easy yeah. to make too <laughs> you take extra firm tofu I like uh, that Cut it up into little cubes. Mm-hmm. Not little, like penny-sized cubes. Okay. Soy sauce. Okay. Chili flake. Okay. Yeah. And a little bit of sriracha. Okay. And that's you just it. eat it right. Yeah. 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 That's good nice. As hell. You don't book you don't cook it? Nope. Eat it cold. Eat it cold. It's good. It's good. I just figured that one out. I'll air fry it. They do it in your home. <gasps> okay, now I have to try it. <laughs> <laughs> Thing, thing from Japan. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, speaking of things from Japan, uh, I bought something from Poland. <laughs> That's uh, originated in Japan. Okay. Uh, Dance Dance Revolution Ooh, metal pad. Okay. That they sell at a. Uh, it's not here. Oh. It met a, uh... <laughs> yeah. Nope. Do it. Nope. Do it. You started. Commit. 
I, hey, when Iron Giant's on the rag, he uses a freaking... Jesus Christ. Wait, you made me say it. I didn't want to say it. I was trying to stop myself. What does that even mean? What? Let's move on. Okay. Anyways, uh, there's... I didn't want to say it. Let the record that I was trying to avoid saying it out loud, and Connor made me. Connor said, I, Connor said no say it and you said it within four yeah. seconds you didn't I'd have love to hesitation. see you in advanced interrogation <laughs> they would show you a pair of pliers and you'd be like I'll tell you exactly where they are uh, oh man <sighs> Poland I don't uh, really talk like that I was saying it for the <laughs> jokes yeah I know it's like when I said let your nuts hang <laughs> Um, Poland. Uh, there's a. If you have a podcast and you need a host, co-host, send a voicemail a lot of things. Oh, or postmarked letter. Anyways, Poland. They have. Uh, there's a character. There's a character. There's a company that uh, <laughs> makes. Go your Polish character. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I am from Poland. Do you find this offensive, Bob? I'm on board. Hey, when I was in Poland, I saw an actual neo-Nazi. Oh, so. they, they love that shit. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna say it. Not cool. <laughs> Thank not, you for being brave. Not cool. He did. He did. Um, give us me and uh, Tyler Baldwin the head nod. Oh, of course. Try and I was like. Tyler looks like Tyler. Is that, is that your? Do you know him? Is he from Army? <laughs> he's like, no, he's from something else. I do. <laughs> uh, there's a company called LTech that make metal DDR pads, and they have a bunch of different types of them. And by a bunch, I mean basically regular pads, pads with bars, and then they have one that's the one that I got, which is the cheaper one. But they're metal wooden kind of thing it's like wood on the inside and then sensors but it's all built around metal and supposedly they're like the next best thing to having like a cabinet because mm -hmm. if you want to buy a ddr cabinet it's like a thousand to three thousand dollars probably somewhere around like two for a good one and then used it's always up in the air but i bought one without a railing because when i first was looking into it shipping for it was already a lot and then shipping on top of getting a uh, a a pad with the bar was like $600 and I was like hey that's cheaper than buying a cab but like mm, I'll, I might wait and then I saw that you can get one without a bar and I got that shipped for 400 and I was like that's much cheaper and I can just make a bar somehow which wouldn't be that hard and um there's also an option for like $23 more. They'd have 24-hour shipping in terms of... Not like get here in 24 hours, but they process it quick, quicker, I guess. And I saw people online... That's so funny to me. Yeah, I know. Because some people... You pay a little extra, I'll actually get up and they <laughs> deal with this shit. I'm watching my stories. I was, um, I was looking at them online, going back and forth if I should buy one. And then it said... Of course, now there's more in stock, but at the time it said there's two left in stock. And I was like, well, I should just buy it. I should just swing and buy it because I've looked at pads in the past and people have made them. And then like the company will just stop making the pads. Mm. And I'm not think I don't think this is something that they're going to do because they've been making them for a few years now. And they have no, it seems like they have no intention of stopping. But I was just like, 
uh, I want to play this right now. So let me let me swing and buy it. And I got the 24 hour shipping and legit with I I ordered it of course at three at night when I was at work and like at my my lowest because I'm like even when even when I was Peter Griffin I was at, anyways fuck ah, my guy anyways listen to our bonus episode listen to our bonus episode that's why I have Family Guy on the mind they uh they shipped it within a few hours of Damn. me like placing the order. And that was what time was it in Poland at three AM? That's what I was saying. It's probably it was probably afternoon for them. Mm. They're probably just like, oh, let's get this one out before we leave for the I day. Ship this Follow us. I will ship this as well. <laughs> and then I, I need my burger soup, please. <laughs> please, my wife my babushka, she <laughs> she's she <laughs> my babushka, she packed me my gogorsh. And then uh, real ballsy with two Slavs in the room right now. <laughs> um, and then, and then um, Bob and I are going to start squatting here in a second. Frogging, frogging. Um, and now it's going to be here tomorrow. Nice, which is crazy. <laughs> and that's the main reason that I ordered it because the turnaround after because I think I ordered it. It's been less than a week. I think I ordered it that night after the podcast because after talking about DDR and thinking about it, maybe maybe it was that following Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, but yeah, apparently it's going to be here tomorrow. And uh, I'm really excited because I've got an emulator set up and everything now on here. And then I'm going to try and do it on this Raspberry Pi. And then I'm going to try and build a DDR cabinet because um, why not? Why not? <clears throat> why not? And... uh by next week, I'll have a full review of it. Because from what I can tell, you can just kind of plug and play. And if that's not the case, I'm going to be really sad. If I have to do any kind of work, I'm going to be upset. But I'll figure it out. It's going to give up on it. Spending <laughs> hundreds of dollars. Yeah, like, oh, it doesn't work right oh, away. Weird. Dewey just tweeted, anybody want a DDR pad? <laughs> um, it's free. It'll be on the sidewalk. Extra $20 and I'll ship it to you sooner. <laughs> I'm uh <laughs> do, do companies like that have to get permission to make accessories like that from like whoever owns the rights to DDR? I mean it's just a, an interface so I don't think that you would have to like, it's like you can make your own uh GameCube controller. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Without I mean, Mario, like Mario's a, approval. Like making a keyboard for a computer. You yeah. Have to get Bill fair. Gates approval. It's only it's only if you want to license it, mm. like have them have, have the Konami st stamp of approval on it, which means nothing. Now. Dance pad for uh, falling arrows game. rhythm game. The 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 cool thing is is I started looking into because do they fall or do they go up? I, I can't it depends sure. on how you want to play. Oh, you can you can change it. Damn. Yeah, I've been messing around with stuff. Uh, it's also uh, you fall or you rise. Rise. Okay, um, he's a rise guy. That's the that's Dewey. He's a rise guy. That's the normal way you can play. But when I was talking about last week, where you can uh, hit the arcade button and then hold it, mm -hmm. and it'll bring up the menu. That's where it has a uh, stuff like make the arrows go quicker, make the arrows either fall or rise. Like you can change everything, make them not like warbly until they get up there. It's like there's a bunch of different stuff you can do. But basically, there's this emulator or program called In the Groove. Step Mania. Step Mania is what it's called. In the Groove is another game. Step Mania that I have. And I've downloaded the two games that I know that I want. 
but you basically can just go to a website and just download every single DDR song and everyone, people have already like put in all the work to like have the charts and whatever like that. And then you just put that into Step Mania mm. and Step Mania, it's, it doesn't like emulate it. It's really weird. It like takes the song and the steps, but like now I've imported a theme or like a shell that it looks like Dance Dance Revolution Extreme. And uh, it just looks like the arcade cabinet and I can just like go through it and pick the songs and stuff like that. What, do you, what are you thinking of doing for like a carcass, like a ch- shell? I don't know. Case. Probably something real small <clears throat> and then just, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I can find some uh, recycled paper <laughs> that's been pressed with a resin. Mm, I hear that it's going like hotcakes. Maybe I can just find that lying around somewhere. Probably. Falling off a truck, maybe, if someone has it. Shit's heavy. It is heavy. Cabinet will be heavy. But it's also one of those things where it's going to have this in it. <laughs> and then, and then like, a, t- a TV mounted. Or I need mm-hmm. to find... A, I want to find something... I'm probably going to buy just, like, a monitor that has a high refresh rate so that it's uh, all in sync. Use the but, uh, little uh, the little six inch CRT. Oh my monitor, god! The that'd be cr- just right monitor. <laughs> yeah, just VR style. Tape it to my face. I don't know. I'm gonna mess around with stuff to make sure it works and like slowly in increments figure it out. And then once I have all the parts, then I'll think about building something around it. Because really, I just want to play. So as long as I have a screen and something that's running on it in the pad. Then I can think about building up around it, which okay. I'll get to eventually. But I don't know. There's a bunch of people online have have stuff like that, and I don't need anything big. But it'd be nice to have. And I'm already like, damn. Now I wanna. Uh, now I want another pad. I haven't even gotten this one. But I, I noticed a bunch of stuff while going back to the website and looking up reviews because I bought this just immediately and it was like 400 bucks. Boom, let's go. But now looking on the site you can get like custom uh, panels and stuff like that, which I could probably make myself. Um, it's just plexiglass, right? I think it's like a polycarbonate thing. It's like a very like, I don't know. I can figure it out. But uh, I was thinking about getting uh, one of those. And it's also like five bucks. I don't know how much shipping is, but if I was going to get another one, maybe they also have like ones where you can get a start and a select button on the machine. Whereas like now I'm probably going to have to have a keyboard to like press mm-hmm. enter. But then, uh, then I'm starting to think like, ooh, maybe I could figure out how to wire like buttons and stuff like that. Be a whole thing. But as long as it works, that's the main <laughs> thing. And then I can worry about the other uh, other. It's your home gym. Exactly. That's basically I I played DDR after thinking about after <laughs> playing Beat Saber, and I was like, this would be a really good way to like do cardio. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, it kicked my ass, and I'm like, ooh, I want to do this. Hell yeah. Uh, I also played a game. Let's hear it. <clears throat> I played a game called uh, Gravity Rush. Okay. Uh, you guys ever heard of this one? I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it. It is a PlayStation 4 slash Vita game. This I also play this on my trip. This is the one I didn't talk about. I think it was originally a Vita game, but they have a remaster for four for PS4. And then I think Gravity Rush 2 might be a PS4 only. 
I will say, as much as I like this game, I really I have Gravity Rush 2 and I want to play that because uh as you'll hear as I talk about this game, it is incredibly cumbersome to play on a small screen. Mm. I gotta look this up. Yeah, look it up. There's some really good art from this. Uh, when I first started playing it, I was like, this feels kind of French for whatever reason. It was a French-ass game. It feels like a French-ass game, and it turns out it is, and uh, I forget what it takes inspiration from. Artistically, it f- it felt that way. Uh, Monet, that, that maybe, one. or Matisse. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Oh, I was joking. Oh, no, I was just no, naming no. French art. <laughs> uh, no, if anyone, uh, MC Hesher. I think he's uh, he does he's done some. Uh, Hesher, I, think. I think yeah yeah I think he's done some. Isn't he Irish? I think he's done DJ stuff actually. <laughs> um, I think like Jungle. Um, he uh or or that kind of style. Um, but it, apparently it takes inspiration from some kind of French graphic novel. I think is mm. what is what someone was telling me when I was playing Mortal it. Is it Ratatouille? No, that, that I French don't, graphic novel. I don't, Ratatouille. I don't think so. Okay, that's the only one I know of. Uh, is this game horny? No. It seems like they got a lot of baddies. It there are some baddies, but there is <sighs> it's not horny. Um, if anything, the 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 main character that you play as cat is uh just a really fun, goofy, chill protagonist. Also, the language they speak is like a mixture of I think what they said was that they tried to like give off the air of a or a Japanese film being dubbed in French or something like that. Interesting. Something along those lines of just like the way the language is, is like those kind of like melded together. Hmm. Uh, the main mechanic of it is that you manipulate gravity kind of and you're the center of it. So you have your right trigger and you press it once and then you just kind of lift up. And then there's a small circle on the screen and it has motion control because it's, of course it does, it's on the Vita. You can either use the joystick or turn off the motion control or use the motion control to point at an area and then you press the right trigger again and then you slowly, but like as you keep going, you gain more momentum, get moved and that is now the center of gravity where you're pointing. So like you can use the gravity button, look up and then just get on the ceiling and you like, it's very cool the way it just kind of like you start slowly floating and gain more momentum and then you just land there. Is it third person? It's, uh, yeah, third person. I don't know why I always, in my mind, whenever I heard the name Gravity Rush, I always thought it was like a... a Indie game? No, a uh, like a rhythm game Same. type thing. It sounds like it. Mm-hmm. There's it, probably some game that has a very similar name. I think having Rush on the title makes yeah. me think it's like... Hi-Fi Rush yeah, is, yeah, a, is a rhythm Fi game. Rush. Uh, um, but yeah, you you have like a meter, so you can't be like standing upside down or at an angle all the time. Uh, but already you can kind of tell that pl- doing this on a small screen, and when you do it, it's not like a graceful kind of you just float on over. Like while you're floating over, your whole body and everything is just like spinning until you land. Mm-hmm. So it's very disorientating <laughs> at sometimes. Um, you so you have that like right trigger that makes you kind of like move around and then on the left trigger it kind of resets so if you're at an area and you just press left trigger you'll just go back to like what gravity is supposed to be 
uh there's square attack button um if you're in the air and you press square you do this gravity kick and it it's kind of slow but it just it's the main reason that you would be fighting anything because fighting on the ground you don't do as much damage and then triangle is mapped to like special moves Mm. and the whole background of it is of course you wake up and you don't know what's going on you have amnesia but you have this cat that is named Dusty who is accompanying you and because of this cat you have these gravity powers and uh you're trying and and there's this these characters that you're fighting called the Navi or the Navi and they're that's Avatar. They're 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 uh yeah, you're fucking up blue guys. There's the they're the red guys oh. surround they're like have they have these like red cores and they're surrounded by black like gooey kind of stuff. Pretty typical like antagonist grunt kind of guys but as you go on there'll be ones that have shells that you have to attack more to get their shell off or ones that if you get you have to like bait them to try to attack you because they're the big spiky balls and then they go back down and then you can attack them Uh, but the ones you find are just little guys that walk on the ground and have like little tentacles that they can hit you with the whole background is that parts of this this I wouldn't say steampunk because there's not like enough gears but if you look at art of it you can get the vibe of like steampunk adjacent like like these cities that are built in the sky kind of vibe are being swallowed by them these navi Mm -hmm. and disappearing and so you're trying to defeat them to bring back worlds and so there's story stuff there that's been pretty cool there's this this terrorist group that it feels like they're trying to swallow the entire world basically or get money and then it's i'm not really like paying attention to the story at this point it's mainly just the combat when it's working feels really fun and then there's also these side missions where it's you you either have to defeat a bunch of enemies in an area and then it'll move on to a next one you're on a timer so it's basically like defeat as many enemies as you can in this time limit uh, and these like four areas and kind of the back bounce back and forth between them. Um, and then there's also missions where you have to, it, basically you have to go through, I'm trying to remember what they are. I think there's like checkpoints. So you'll be like running around the city and as you unlock more, it asks more of like the abilities you have because at first you just kind of like, can like Metroid style, like you have to come back to things with no, new abilities. Or well, the thing is, is it's all open. Oh, okay. And as you progress the story, you unlock train stations that bring you to new areas. The music also is really good in this game. Like yeah. next level, probably one of the best parts of this. Uh, and just the art style is really good too. But uh, no, there's like there's like a thing where if you're playing it on obviously playing it on the vita when you press both the uh i wish i had my vita here if bless you it's right there oh yeah basically you if you press both of your fingers on the the screen you do like a a slide gravity thing so and then you can like shift the vita side to side to like like coast so there'll be things where it's like all right you have to go through eight checkpoints to get to the end and it doesn't matter how you do it just like use your powers that you've learned so far to do it and sometimes it'll be like 
oh, obviously they want me to do this like surfing gravity thing here, but also I have to sh like propel myself across uh, and then hit this part of the wall and then run up the building kind of thing uh, and makes it super fun because uh, they're really hard. But when you beat them, it uh, it's very rewarding after trying multiple times like I do. <laughs> so <clears throat> can you affect the gravity of other things or just yourself uh when you are next to specific items it's usually like barrels and boxes mm -hmm. you can press circle and uh you also have gems all over the place that you collect just by Hold like on. running around these do these barrels explode <laughs> they don't Fuck. But you pick them up with your what like the with the stasis field, and then you can launch them at people. Okay. Also, if anyone is around you, just random citizens, when you do the 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 gravity thing to shift gravity, it kind of does stuff around you. Okay. But it will bring people with you. That's cool. So like you'll that. shift it, and the people will be like, oh, and then you just be shifting, and then they'll just be like, ah, they'll just be flying out. There's no repercussions, <laughs> but there's also some missions where you have to pick people up with that stasis field, mm -hmm. and then like bring people places or pick yeah, up. They're like puzzles that involve the gravity stuff because I feel like that's a really cool opportunity for. There's not puzzles. many puzzles. It's okay. it's more so just like the get through this as fast as you can using as many of your powers as you, mm. or using what you know. Yeah. There's some like very light puzzly stuff, but it's mostly like defeat these enemies, get through this a certain way kind of thing. Uh, but I seems I, like a missed opportunity. Maybe yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I, I really want to play two because there's been two. There's been two times now while I'm playing on the Vita where it just feels so unruly to control because it's like a small screen. Like I said, like if you saw this in motion, it sometimes feels like what the hell? Where am I? Mm -hmm. Like where 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 am I in in like the world right now? Because you'll be like spinning all over the place and like. If I've had to like turn down the sensitivity of the the motion controls because sometimes that throws me off too, mm. and like there are some times where I'll try to attack an enemy with the, like the gravity kick where you, when you're in the air and you do an attack you like again you like like fly towards them. Uh, sometimes you'll be like just a few like centimeters off and you'll just go over the person and it gets really annoying. But uh, other than like a few like gripes. It seems like one of those games where uh, I think everyone should just like try and play it if they can secure it away. I think it's like it was like a, a free game on PS4 for a little bit. But uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. I wonder if I had any other notes on it because that's basically it. Uh, other than like, again, there's gyms all throughout the town. Um and it's cool because sometimes there'll be ones that are under the town and the way the architecture of like the entire area is, is sometimes I'll be upside down on the on the other underside of like this city. And I'm like, oh, this like makes sense. Like walking around here, it, they did a really good job of not just like now you're on the roof of the house oh, kind of okay. thing. Like it uh, or like now you're on the ceiling where it just like feels like it's floating. It's like, oh, no, this like works right now what i'm doing interesting yeah but yeah uh the first few hours i was playing it i was upgrading like my first four stats or whatever 
And then I realized you could scroll down because I was like, man, I'm doing no damage, but my health and like my my um, bar that allows me to just like stay in the air longer because eventually you run out was like super high. And then I scrolled down. I was like, oh, here's all my attack stuff. And here's like this sprinting mechanic that I was talking about, the gravity, like you're sprinting kind of thing. And then also down here is like how you level up your special attacks. But once I figure that out, uh, it came a little more balance. But yeah, I'll say try it. But uh, we'll we'll see. Maybe I'll play it on PS4 just to see see how it is. Hey, play it on stream so I can freaking watch. Honestly, maybe I'll do that. You should. Sounds like a good stream game. It is. Also, all the cutscenes on the on the Vita, it's cool because again, it has like motion control. All the cutscenes are done comic book style, and you swipe. You can swipe like the Vita, mm. and uh, while you're looking at stuff you can angle the the Vita to like get a better look at like the panel and like what's going on. It's a very cool thing that like is implemented in a cool, in a cool way, just like swiping through and then mm. moving it around to get a better look at like all the art. Mm. Yeah. Very sick. Yeah, that PS Vita is pretty cool. Sometimes the motion control stuff is just hard to do because it's a very small screen. And if I was... I, I I actually modded my beta TV. I just need to like figure out the way to enable it to play games that it doesn't let you. Because the Vita has a thing where it will be like, you can't play, I can't play, well, I can't play uh, Gravity Rush, but I also can't play the Uncharted game I have because hmm. it's like, oh no, you need, you need to have the motion control. It basically doesn't let you do it, but there's a way to override that and then you can just use the the touchpad on the PS4 and it works fine. Oh, Interesting. Right. So I need to do that because I thought like, oh, if I was just moving the controller around and had a stable screen and didn't have to like look like I was tweaking <laughs> and maybe it would work. But yeah, overall, cool game, cool art style, great music. Uh, it just comes a little short, mm. but we'll see. So, uh, that's me coming a little short that's Dewey Connor what do you got um, I streamed last night and kind of played a game on stream it was uh, Elden Ring Geoguessr why do for, you say kind of played a game I guess Geoguessr is a game why wouldn't I, it be is it a video game though why not what constitutes video game? I don't. Do we want to get into that? No, but <laughs> well, it's not immortal or immortality <laughs> that much. Uh, yeah, I played Elden Ring GeoGuessr, which I felt pretty good at. Yeah, decently proficient. That was fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Kind of like two hour streams flew by. I was like, oh shit, I've been playing for a while. Um, it's cool. I it. Damn, he is out. <laughs> Um, that game really lends itself to GeoGuessr because each of the of the continents on the map have a kind of unique biome okay. to them, right? So like Limgrave is all kind of green and like lush. Lemuria is very swampy, scary, and it's your favorite band. <laughs> nice, uh, nice, nice. Um, the Altus Plateau is. Like all the leaves Gold. are red. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's like 
mountaintop of the giants which is snow and then Kalid's obviously like looks like hell red skies red um it didn't plop me anywhere underground at all and it didn't put me in any dungeon yeah so i don't i don't know if it only does like above ground and like open field areas uh and then the other part that is really helpful is most places on the map you can see the erd tree yeah and so you go okay i'm facing west and i'm looking at the erd tree so i know i'm like here on the map or whatever yeah um actually there's nowhere on the map you can look true west and see the erd tree it'd be like north it'd be like but anyway like northwest but actually (laughs) um so yeah it's it was fun i was able to get some like really 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 close yeah uh like four meters from from where i was i was guessing uh so yeah it was fun i might do it again uh other than that i've been trying to emulate some 3ds games because of the recent news has me thinking about 3ds and it's hard to emulate 3ds it doesn't work well um it's two games i've been trying to play i got one of them working attack of friday monsters do they have what what are you doing it on which emulator yeah citra okay does that have like mouse click ability on the touch screen yeah okay cool. um yeah i was wondering how they're gonna kind of do how they're gonna emulate the dual screen um it just like so i got i i was trying to run it through retro art and it wasn't working very well and then so i downloaded a standalone 3ds emulator citra and it's working better uh attack of friday monsters seems to work fine and then i'm also trying to emulate uh link between worlds because that's a zelda game i've never played and it's working better on the standalone emulator but so like playing is fine but as soon as i like enter a cutscene or have dialogue or read something in the game it like stutters a little bit mm. which and it doesn't stutter that much it's basically it's mostly an uh, auditory stutter where i'll hear it go like boop, and then like it'll go it's not like abadi 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 no uh but it's enough that it it's like it kind of irritates me yeah makes sense uh, and I was yeah, that's a little ableist though. It's, I think stutters are fine, and if you stutter when you talk, then I'm not gonna judge you for it. People stuttering is fine. Video game stuttering is not ableist. Um, so I gotta I gotta mess with it. I gotta figure out how to emulate because I'd like to stream that game. Um, I'd like to play it. Uh, let's see what else. Dip back into Bloodborne back on my shit so nice after that i think i'm gonna play last of us 2 because i never played it oh on my ps4 on your ps4 okay, that i, I have say, right like, now damn how are you gonna play it um <laughs> uh, yeah do that for sure yeah um i gotta see if if emily wants to watch or not because you know shit i don't want to spoil it's a good game yeah uh good game you finished the show yet do we last what show, show? Oh, I thought you were talking about Bloodborne. I was like, damn, they did a Bloodborne show. No, I didn't. Okay. You guys can talk about it. I don't care. Um, I actually, I contrary to popular belief, I actually don't care if oh. you guys talk about 
Last of Us. <laughs> we could do it literally every episode. Uh, and we almost have, I think. Yeah, we didn't talk about the finale, but... Too short. It was too. It was way too short. Didn't like how they broke up the pacing of the last two episodes. They got to the hospital and I was like, we're like 30 minutes in. What are they going to... Second to last episode, too long. Last episode, yeah. too short. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That was good. Fine TV show. Yeah. Cameo in the beginning was good. It doesn't seem like there's a... It doesn't seem like there's a a big problem with these zombies. If you think about it. They're pretty much non-existent yeah. in the yeah. last two episodes. Wait, was the girl play, played Ellie was in the last episode at the beginning? Or was that the second to last? That was the last episode. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Ashley she, played, she plays Ellie's mom. Plays Ellie's mom in the last episode. It's weird because like they don't have to show conflict because it's not a video game you don't need every 20 minutes for something bad to happen because it's a show mm-hmm. yeah but it's also like we need to get the cure it's like it seems like seems like the zombies aren't a problem some places they are yeah but it's like they're also all dying out there if we all just chilled if we all just stayed in our houses for like a few months yeah <laughs> if we if we all just wore masks for a little while, yeah. it would have been fine. Um, Maybe I need to watch more. There's also I don't know. I do have I do have some big gripes with the show. Okay, let's let's hear it. Well, first of go off, King. What if I just went on some like anti LGBT? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I'm like, um, damn, that's crazy. Damn, Bob, you're you're on one. You need to drink more water, my guy. <laughs> no, I don't like the. I don't know if it was original to the game or not, but the Marlene putting Ellie in the Fedra school as yeah, I don't, I don't as her mom's dying wish. And none of, I don't think any of that was in safe. the first game. So that doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah. No. Uh, on a on a character motivation. Cuz they were fireflies at that point, right? They yes. were part of the fireflies. Yes. Yeah. So why would if Marlene truly believed in the Firefly cause, why would she put the child who she's supposed to be taking care of in the hands of the enemy? Yeah. I don't know. Was it like a departed situation where she was like a, supposed to be a plant? But she didn't know. She didn't know. Yeah. I don't... Like when was she going to spring that knowledge on her? <laughs> she's already forming opinions at that point. Yeah, I don't know. So she's not going to just willingly go along with it. Didn't make sense. Maybe it was like a, she agreed to it because her friend was dying and then she was like, I can't take care of this kid. I got to do something with her. But why put her in the hands of the, the people she, who are, she's actively making pipe bombs to yeah. to, to bomb? I Wait. Guess, I guess, I mean, maybe she was like, she, she'll be safe there, but. Hold on. What was Dewey's question? Yeah. What was your. When were the. There's only two times they fight zombies. Oh yeah, there's a couple fight, times. There's they don't fight zombies much. There's we did the math recently. There's four or five episodes that just don't have any infected in them at all. Why do they care about curing it? They went they went like across the United States, and they didn't run into one zombie. No, they, they ran into they some, did. but it wasn't a 
major threat. Yeah. I think the I think in the show's defense, I think they should work on these cannibals. <laughs> they should work on getting rid of those guys, maybe. I think the the threat of being of of an infection that you can't do anything about is what's keeping the world in chaos. I guess. I think that's keeping society from from returning. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They all seem right, crusty yeah. all the time they show up. They're all like, there's like two that were alive and then the rest of them are just like, hey, maybe it's just me. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that 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 was one. If we're going cinema sin on them. What if the um the monsters were humans all <gasps> along? Hmm. And that was the real monster. Was human. Oh my god! Do your on to something. I Damn. think I'm on to something. We should make eight seasons. Of you want to see the mo- you want to see the real monster? Book. Look in the mirror. Me when I crack open the monster right when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> I'm listening to the Ooh, feel like a monster. Um. Yeah, they they definitely rushed the end a bit. They. Uh, can't remember who made this observation. Might have been Emily. That because we've been watching a stream of the game alongside, right? Um, and she's like, "You really in the game?" I can't remember if it was her. Or someone else said this. In the game, you get like twenty hours of these characters, this character development, these characters like growing alongside one another and, and Joel's kind of walls coming down. But it, maybe I was talking to Andy about this, uh, but in the, in the television show, all of that feels rushed. Yeah. He goes yeah. from, he goes from, I'm just a smuggler. I don't care about this person to like, this is my surrogate daughter in what feels like just a very short amount of time yeah. because he, he doesn't start. The walls don't really start coming down until like the second to last episode, second to last, third to last episode. And that last episode when he when he sits down and is like, I tried to kill myself and failed and is like Who's been who, who you're basically who the reason been? you're you're I'm you're now the reason I want to stay alive kind of thing is like it feels like it kind of just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh but I mean that's just part of you know, you only have eight episodes. But like you said, it's the pacing. They spent. I feel like they spent too much time on some things and too little time on others. Yeah, it. I, I'm curious as to someone who didn't play the game, like what they think of the pacing for the last couple episodes. Because, yeah, I mean, you spend 15, 20 hours building the relationship between the two of the characters, mm-hmm. and in the TV show, there's one episode where they. The first episode they barely meet. Second episode, they hate each other third episode doesn't involve them at all really right and then you have you know the last half of the first season where they're like kind of still at at odds with each other and you just there's you know six hours of screen time where they're like making this relationship that doesn't really feel like it it's it yeah yeah it just yeah i don't know and they do things with other characters to kind of simulate the feelings that are like happening right like frank and bill is an analog for 
Ellie and Joel, right? So like you're in the like I said before, in the end of that the Frank and Joel Frank and Bill episode, when he's reading the letter, you're supposed to think, okay, like Joel is like Bill. Everything mm-hmm. Bill went through in this episode, we can kind of project onto Joel and the way he feels about Ellie. Right. <laughs> um and then in the DLC episode where Ellie goes to the mall, right? We're we're saying, okay, like Ellie's having this moment where she realizes like she's gonna do everything she can to like help this person because this is she's finally found someone else that she cares about this much or whatever. Right. But and I'm I'm torn because it's like you could have spent more time instead of like developing that relationship through other characters, developing it with the actual characters themselves. But I liked those stories and the way that they were told and I wouldn't want the show without them. So it's like, it's almost like I wish there were just more episodes. Yeah. Well, I think the second season, I mean, in the, in the interviews they talked about it, the second season, like they learned a lot about how to do the infected stuff on mm, screen. Mm. So that is going to be a much bigger part of the second season. And I think also with that, like they, the first season was such an unsure premise mm-hmm. of like, is this going to work? Is this going to be successful that they were like not taking huge risks with it? Yeah. So the, uh, they think maybe that's why it feels a little rushed because it's like i mean my my fear when they were talking about a tv show was like how are they going to condense 25 hours of a game to a couple of episodes unless they're just really long episodes well i felt i felt like having like the bill and frank episode and the ball episode were riskier moves true like hey we're gonna spend a whole episode not following these characters two two two-thirds of the show is not about yeah alien drill directly which i think is interesting and cool but if they're being conservative you know and it's also like neil Druckmann isn't a film director or a tv show director like yeah this is his first go at it right like he's he's probably used to having more you have more space in a video game to tell story because you've got all the environmental storytelling and then you have all the hours of gameplay yeah and it's like you can fill in so much that you don't get in cutscenes because, you know, you've got this whole world that you've built. Uh, and so maybe he's just figuring out like, I mean, obviously he has people who do make film and television helping him. But it's like maybe this was just growing pains, like figuring out, all right, how do I pace a television show? Definitely. Well, it's it's him and Craig Mazin. Right. Because they both wrote the the TV show. Um, and what else did Craig Mazin done? Uh, the Chernobyl. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a that was a perfect television show. Yeah, very good. But they they were basically saying like, from start to finish, like, what's going on in the game? Can we make it better for the TV show? Right. And that was like the only decisions that they made. Like, is it like some things were lifted directly from the game because they thought like the game mm-hmm. is the perfect and reenact or the perfect perfect presentation of that scene so we'll just do that shot for shot but anything else they were like can we make it better Mm -hmm. and if we can then they will right um which 
I think worked to their advantage, but also kind of made like made some things a little funky, you mm-hmm. know, in, in ways that like didn't need to happen. I think like yeah. it, it felt a little bloated at times. Yeah, and I think a second season they're probably gonna have more of a budget mm. they're splitting it up into this they're splitting the second game into two different seasons right i think that's what they said okay. but it just i think the second season is probably just going to be a better tv show yeah yeah for sure i like the frank and bill episode but i think it's a missed opportunity in a story about zombies that we didn't get a frankenstein episode okay frankenstein <laughs> robot not a zombie but i like where your head's at yeah I was just trying to pair up two it, <clears throat> two guys that were dead. Actually, it's Frankenstein's monster. Fuck, you're so right. He's not really a robot. Usually, I'm waiting. I just he's, sit around fucking convenience stores all day waiting for someone to be talking about Frankenstein so I can say, actually. He's a conglomeration of dead bodies reanimated by electricity. But I don't think there's... But and what is a man? I don't think there's mechanical components. Isn't he just an analog for our base desires? Yeah, my base desires is to fucking stunt on all you motherfuckers. Damn. Okay. No, you see, Miss Miss Shelley was uh was at a cabin with some friends for the weekend, and they had a a, a little bet to see who could come up with the scariest story, and she came up with Miss. Yeah. Okay, I don't care about this book anymore. <laughs> hey, my base desires is a subwoofer in my trunk. She had read a uh, scientific article about how scientists were actually trying to reanimate dead frogs with electricity. And she was like, wait a second. All right, enough of this woke shit. Wow, <laughs> what, did you, what did you do? Women can be authors? <sighs> Authorists. Please. Hey, what did I do? I don't think I did anything. Damn. I, I think I, I finished 1899 and it fucking was crazy. It was good? Oh, yeah, that show. You were th- happy with the ending, or I've been thinking about it for, for all of the day mm-hmm. and last night, mm-hmm. and all the day I, and all the night. I don't think the ending makes a lick of sense. <laughs> okay, but I thought it was a perfect way to end it. Tight. Okay, they definitely just go like pedal to the metal on like how insane can we do this, and with seemingly no real disregard for any of the plot points of the show or like canon of the show, mm-hmm. they were just like, oh, it's just this now. Yeah. And I thought that's a cool way to do a TV <laughs> show. So I'm down. Apparently it's it got canceled. It's not coming back for a Damn, second season. It, it ends on a cliffhanger. Was it? A, did it feel like a cliffhanger though where they were like, all right, like we might not get renewed, so let's have it be... Where they're Some like, kind nah, of ending this is for sure getting greenlit again. It wasn't, or where bad. they were like, "I don't think we're going to get renewed." Fuck it, let's do something weird. It and cliffhanger just in case. It feels like a midpoint between those two okay, things. Like, you. it's not full on like, "Oh, we're leaving this wide open." It's more like, and this could be a possibility. Yeah, nice. And it's crazy. And I mean, it's, it's eight episodes. It's not that long. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. It's okay. a fun Sounds show fun. to watch and try to guess what's going on because I'm gonna watch it. you absolutely will be wrong about it. I watched or I listened to something called Space 1969, but I'll talk about that next next oh, week. That's crazy. Yeah, it was fun. Well, that's a little teaser for next week. Tune in next time.
Please. Should we uh, should we do some news? Yeah. News? You guys want to take a quick break and then we can do news? Yeah, I'll, I'll call my dad. Okay, Wish. I gotta pee. All right, be right back, guys. Well, for them, it's going to be like a second. Do you guys want to know more stuff about Mary Shelley? <sighs> yeah, sure. Let's look up her Wikipedia. Hey, speaking of uh, <sighs> of old ass people. First of all, this is what she looked like. Okay, what's up? <laughs> what's up? Hey, speaking of old ass people whose name starts with M, you know anything about? <laughs> I watched a movie with my, when I was exiled at my mom's house. <laughs> Why did you get exiled? Because I was. Um, What's going on? <laughs> when I was exiled at my mom's house, we watched a really bad movie about the death of Meriwether Lewis from Lewis and Clark. Uh huh. M- movie sucked. But do you know how he died? No. Dysentery. No. Bear attack. Well, they don't know. First of all, native. Okay. He stopped at a at a. Routine. He was traffic stop. Okay, so he was supposed Reach to be for the <laughs> officer's service weapon. I think he was going from Louisiana to Washington D.C. to meet with Thomas Jefferson, his friend. Right. Who well, said to him, "Can you go get Louisiana for me?" Well, he already did that. This is afterwards. Okay. And he was supposed to take a boat there, mm-hmm. but then at the like the day before, he was like, "No, nah, I'm not taking the boat. I'm gonna take a horse. <laughs> Let me drive the boat." so he takes the tj said it do go down he goes through this trail that's supposed to go to washington dc and they stop in tennessee at this like little like homestead where they're Mm -hmm. gonna like rent a room for Mm -hmm. the night and there's no written account from the people so the people who own the place only the wife was there the wife Mm -hmm. and the son the husband was not there um she never gave a written testimony of what happened but apparently, he so there's different reports. One is that he was acting really weird and like talking to himself, okay, which he was kind of known to do because he had, he was like all fucked up in the head. Mm-hmm. And in his room, she could hear arguing, like him arguing with himself, and then the 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 events that happened afterwards is unclear, but. It was ruled a suicide. Okay. But he was shot in the stomach and in the head. And some newspapers reported that he also slit his throat. Jesus. Um, he was not found in his room. He was found outside his room. Okay. And then he was buried almost immediately. And there's been a bunch of like attempts to like exhume the corpse and like do more forensic shit on it. Jeez. But they, it's like, always it's never been passed. He might've tried to kill himself and just shot himself in the stomach and was like, Oh no, that was a bad idea. <laughs> tried to slit his throat. No, this isn't working. But so many Reloads things, the gun. so many things lean towards it, him being murdered by mm-hmm. different people, the, either the woman or mm-hmm. the, the route that he was taking was like frequented by like bandits who would like mm-hmm. just rob people, like rob travelers. Right. Um, but also he had made suicide attempts before that. Okay. So he was like, he had like, what PTSD, year did he die? 1809. Okay. Um, people were dying mysteriously in the 1800s. Yeah. Edgar Allan Poe. Do you know, do you know the story that what they think happened to him? How he married his cousin, his oh, teenage yeah. cousin. Sorry. Finish about Lewis. Oh no. That I mean the, the Lewis st- theories on how he died is more interesting than this movie. This movie was really bad. Mm -hmm. But I just thought that was a fun little thing. So they always said Edgar Allan Poe died mysteriously. They found him like in a gutter dead. 
uh, wearing like weird clothes mm-hmm. and they weren't, they couldn't figure out. And then they, some historians were like, so during that time, there was like a the thing. Voting fraud. Yeah. Yeah. People do voting fraud. They would like political parties would pay people to go to bars, get people drunk and then take them to polling stations and have them vote and then change their clothes. Like these drunk, change the drunk person's clothes, take them to another polling station and pretend to be somebody different Yeah, and vote again. Yeah. Um, and like ro- eyewitness reports see like two strange men, like, like kind of dragging him around dressed in strange clothes. He was really drunk and they're like, Oh, like he probably just, I mean, he already had health problems, but these guys were like probably committing voter fraud with Edgar Allan Poe. And he ended up just dying of like whatever alcohol poisoning or what have you. They just kind of probably uh, left him in a gutter somewhere. Hell yeah. Pretty funny. That's what happens when you do voter fraud. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, your liver fails. Do we, what news do we got? Or you, uh, get Joe Biden elected. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Ah, I got a, I started laughing at that Malcolm in the middle bit, and now my shit's all effed. You hurt yourself from laughing. Do yeah. His, do his F. Don't make him laugh anymore. I did. I did, uh, I did some ab stuff, and now my abs are like, hey, we're going to make your yourself pain. All right. Uh, Konami. You guys hear about this Konami? Never heard of him. Uh, they used to make a bunch of good games. Uh, apparently, they filed a trademark called Project Zircon. The allergy medicine? No, Zircon apparently is the is a a jewel that is found in Castlevania. Okay. Oh. So people are now saying, oh, maybe there's a Castlevania game on the way. What would that? What's the most recent Castlevania game? I don't know. It was a while ago. Symphony of the Night was not that. No, it's probably a Game Boy Advance game. But there hasn't been like a modern if, console. What if they made a 3D Castlevania game? What if they, okay, so check this out. What if they made a Castlevania game and it's like your character automatically moves? Yes. Bullet hell. And, 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 no, 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 no. It's kind of like but bullet hell. You are hell. the bullet hell. You're kind of like bullet hell, but you just like move around and like you're attacking constantly. And then things are kind of coming in towards yeah. you. Surviving. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it felt like it was a mobile game. That would be because cool. this was probably going to be a mobile game. Who knows? There's not much, not much out on it, but uh, it's pretty cool. Hey, you guys see the uh, Toxic Crusader game? I didn't. You no. did. Is this? This, this sounds like a stand-up bit. You're Is doing. this a full? You guys like- hear about that Toxic Crusader game? What's the deal with that, huh? I mean, wait. What am I? Uh, am I going to the promised land? But I uh, got food poisoning. Hold on, I got a question. What? Oh, that was good. <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> Is the Toxic Crusader and the Toxic Avenger different? No, I don't think so. I think it's like a kid version of the of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is like a beat 'em up brawler. Yeah, it actually looks sick. Yeah, this looks yeah. cool. It looks like if uh, Nickelodeon made a beat 'em up. The Toxic Crusader was a cartoon. I have it. Oh, on, was it? I yeah. have it on VHS. Oh, okay. Or I have one of them on VHS. So the okay, okay. I guess it was just the the yeah, because it's trauma inspired. 
So does Troma have anything to do with this, or is this just the property? I think it's is, just the property, but Lloyd, also I Lloyd feel like Kaufman or whatever his name is. I feel like he has his fingers in everything that has trauma on it. Oh, I think he's got his fingers in a lot of things too. Probably. <laughs> got a cool intro. There, got a cool song. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, um, I'm stoked for that. I'll play that. Maybe they'll have uh, eight player co op. Um, you guys see the uh, the newest video from that their YouTuber, the Completionist. It's really long. Yeah, I don't know. I, if, I don't know if this it. is newsworthy, but I he, I just thought it was really cool. On, can I say what it is? Yeah, this is off the top of my head. He bought every game from the Wii U and 3DS eShop. 3DS oh. eShop cost thirteen thousand dollars, and the Holy Wii U was eight thousand dollars. Something like that. Yeah, it was like a, it was somewhere around twenty thousand dollars. Uh, it's it it. How's it off the top of my head? It, feel, crazy? it feels like <laughs> I didn't even watch the video. <laughs> it feels like oh, just a normal like YouTube video of someone like buying a bunch of games and then like maybe talking about. It. But there's like a whole process that he had to go through where like they're like, oh, the best way to do this is probably to buy the cards and redeem them. So they like go through, and they're like two thousand dollars short after buying all the cards. And then they make it up the next day because basically all the banks are like for freezing your cards. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, then when they go to redeem the cards the next day and start buying the games, Nintendo only allows you to have because it's like fraud protection. It only allows you to have like two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars in your wallet at a time. So they were like, "There's just like we've been here for two hours. Um, I've got like X amount of games. Every time I have to put in the code." buy a bunch of games, put another code. And then there they had like big ass SD cards and like t- terabyte hard drives for their Wii U so they could store all the games. But the actual, both the Wii U and the uh, Nintendo 3DS have this thing where you can only have like 34 icons or something like that on on, on the actual system. So they couldn't like, Get I, that's ba- basically where I left off, but it seems like their attempts to do this also have um, brought the eye of uh, Nintendo on them, and they've been like, "Hey, is there a way we can do this easier?" And they've just been like trying to make it harder for them every step of the way in a really funny way, where they're just like, "Hey, here's twenty thousand dollars," and they're like, "No, <laughs> Nintendo's so it's, fucking crazy." Yeah. It's also crazy because you know that guy sat down and he he said, "Okay, I'm gonna." I he he crunched the numbers and he decided spending twenty thousand dollars on to make a YouTube video was going to net him a profit. Oh yeah, on views. Yeah, from from views, which well, is insane. To actually, think about. It's, it's funny because he starts the video off by saying, "We had the idea for this video and we could not get a sponsor to do this video, so." I had to get a bunch of sponsors for all my other videos. And then it's a smash cut of all the videos. He, he's like, today's sponsor is, today's sponsor is, and he's like, I was doing all those sponsors that, that we would have money to be able to like do this. That's <laughs> Funny insane. enough. So he's probably going to make some money off of it. But that was like part of it too, was he was like, no one will sponsor this video. So I went the back way around sponsoring it. Jeez. You can't, it's, it's just so wild to me that even on, today with the switch you can't 
gift someone a game on the eShop. No. Every other web store you can they're dinosaurs over there man it doesn't make any sense they also they're and their heads they're probably like oh you could steal someone's credit card and gift yourself games or something that's like that's crazy because you can just reverse that the bank's problem yeah Yeah, that's not nintendo like i do it all the time i want to give you money (laughs) like let me buy a game from you and just send it to a different account like Also, like sharing, like sharing stuff between switches is such a headache. Oh, terrible! Like when I got Emily a switch for her birthday and tried to tr- was trying to transfer her save files of Stardew Valley from my switch to her switch. It was oh like yeah, dude! A nightmare. Was that still when they had the cloud backup stuff, or did they? Yeah. Okay. Because they they made it a little bit easier, but there's some games that like make it harder. At least they did. It just took them like four years of having it before they were like, hey, we have cloud saves now. Uh, anyways, there's also this game that got announced that looks really good for a mobile game. Oh my God. Uh, it looks insanely. It's a Persona. I think it's called Persona X. And when I was watching it, I thought, uh, oh damn, there's going to be a Persona game for PS5. Um, and I think psych <laughs> I think it looks okay so what is what is Persona X though is it a spinoff of a different Persona game or is it yeah well, it said it, per, here wiggle the mouse it says codename X Persona 5 mobile game yeah so it's from Persona 5 story wise but it's it's own I think so codename X I'm not really sure because do you recognize any of these characters from Persona 5 yeah, because Joker shows up at some point. So and he says, "He says, want to play a game?" Um, yeah, you're already playing a game. No, there's a. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, please, can we start?" Uh, that's a teaser share. They showed off more. Oh, it's actually called Codename X. I probably okay. I didn't know if that was like a, a leak. Like co- we're calling it Codename X. This one probably has more stuff in it. It's the exact same one. Wait a second. It's the one. We Wait a second. It's the same one. Wait a second. Oh, is this the one I was looking for? Oh yeah, this is what I was looking for. It's got like full anime, Damn. like cutscenes. Hell yeah. The um the 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 velvet room in this game, you're in like an aquarium. It looks really mm. cool. Hey, last time I was in the velvet room, they told me I was had to leave. I wasn't gonna pay the uh, two hundred fifty dollars. That's a callback to um, the Velvet Room. It's a callback to our bonus episode where we talk about uh, best intro songs to shows. Oh. Yeah. Except for that, Velvet Room's red. Anyways, this is what it looks like, and it looks really good. Oh, it was a Twin Peaks reference. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> it lo- It also just looks like Persona 5. Mm-hmm. Um That guy's from Persona 5, so this is obviously some sort of spinoff. I assume they're probably just able to like take assets from persona five put them on phone and then uh add a few things here and there like this is a these characters i've never seen before Mm -hmm. so they're probably mobile game ones um your little new little guy who's like your um who's your mascot he's gonna follow around you is that cool is that cool owl looking guy Mm -hmm. he looks cool Mm -hmm. um 
But I don't know what this game is going to be. And I don't know if I care all that much. They have mementos back again. So it feels like there's so many stuff from 5 just now on phone. I don't know how they're going to do it. And I want to be excited yeah. for it, but I'm also just like, I can't play. I, I can never invest myself in a phone game. They're not showing a whole lot of gameplay. Okay, Mm-mm. there's a little bit. But I can't. I don't know. Yeah. Like all of this, that's like the that's like the screen that you you see at the end of P five when like you beat a battle or whatever mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. It just looks like a Persona Five spinoff. Yeah, but like one that wouldn't be on a mobile phone game. Yeah. I also, just I don't I wouldn't want to play Persona game on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> like they look really good, and you're gonna miss out on a lot of that with the little screen. Like, oh boy. Phone not for games. That's what I'm saying. Phone is for you. You're gonna play a game on your phone and think <laughs> that you're having a video game experience on your, f- but you're on your fucking phone. phone. And this is, you know, last prize. Interesting. It do be looking pretty cool though. Wait, Joker Sama? <laughs> See, that's Joker Sama. You ever wear something for a while and then you change out of what you're wearing, but you still think you're wearing it? Mm, no. Okay. No. I'm just wearing a hoodie and then I keep thinking I'm oh. still wearing a hoodie and I keep going to put my hands in the hoodie pockets, but there's nothing there. So I'm just like <laughs> weirdly rubbing my stuff. Oh. <laughs> I just want to take my glasses off. Yeah. I'll go like <laughs> yeah, I'll go to push my glasses and they're not there. I'll go. And then the light will shift and it'll look yeah, like you look really cool. Villain. I go, sort <laughs> of. Uh, like the dad from Evangelion. The last thing I have is um, Sony's uh, NFT patent. Um, I don't know. There's also one from Pokemon this week. I feel like a lot of places are just either making patents or recruiting people for NFTs. And the more I look into it, oh, we got something else here. The more I look into it and and see stuff, it seems like they're just companies who are not particularly looking to invest into NFTs, but they're like, we need someone on staff that knows what's up with this. So we don't make the same mistakes. Or if the industry shifts to NFTs, we have people. Um, But yeah, they, they have something in there about like transferring items from game to game. But they use a weird example, which from when I was reading it, it made it made it seem like getting a sword in one game and then transferring it to another game or something like that. I don't know. They've also I feel like they had that Sony I talked about it forever ago, the Sony the, the PlayStation Stars thing where like playing games and buying stuff, they haven't they still have it where you can like redeem points for doing stuff just via PlayStation to get like stuff to add to a, a, your room that seems like it would be rife like perfect for uh nfts yeah but um i think they were late on that thank uh, god imagine having a conversation with the guy who's on retainer with sony for just knowing about nfts it's gotta be the most insufferable guy yes guy <laughs> yeah man there's like uh, it's like my digital property <laughs> 
Yeah, Sony uh, Sony pays me seven grand a month to just like it's not fungible. Know about non fungibles. Oh, you brought fungibles to the party? <laughs> I mean, nah, I'll still bro. take them, but it's not cool. It's not cool, man. This is a non fungible party. What's up? We got some other news. Uh, this was an article dropped fourteen hours ago from IGN. Uh-oh. Microsoft's Activision uh, deal. Oh, e- yeah. EU regulator delays decision as company claims EA is PlayStation's largest games supplier. So basically, uh, Microsoft's been in talks you know, with the European Commission who are worried about basically monopoly. Uh, and they're saying, no, we'll, Park we'll, place. we'll, we'll let, uh, we'll, we'll let Nintendo switch have call of duty. And uh, and we'll have we'll let the the streamer what is it who did it? It was I talked about it the other week. Nvidia Shield. I don't know. They they uh, they're they're like well, I, every basically all the companies that were like we don't really approve this deal. Microsoft was like, how about a ten year deal with uh, Call of Duty? And they're like, we love this deal. This is a great <laughs> deal. So they're facing opposition from the UK's Competitions and Markets Authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old Competitions and Markets Authority. <laughs> they don't want you, okay? uh, And Microsoft basically responded by saying, but, 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 uh, uh, Electronic Arts is PlayStation's largest game supplier, uh, followed by Ubisoft and uh, Take-Two Interactive. Uh, so basically they're trying to say that that indicates its acquisition of Activision Blizzard may not give it an unfair advantage in the gaming market. It's basically trying to argue that, like, well, Sony does it. Yeah. So let let us buy Activision Blizzard for $69 billion, please. Yeah. The United Kingdom. We'll be good. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, but we'll, we'll let Nintendo play Call of Duty. Yeah. There's some other stuff that I, so I it, had from that deal that I haven't taken because it's... They love they love they love just fighting each other. But they're pushing the decision from sometime in April to sometime in May, I think. So great. We'll have news every week until May. Yeah. Hey, I'm kind of I'm kind of uh the non fungible token guy. No, I do some <laughs> cr- some Bob's got his apes. I do some crafts and and different. Um, You're almost there. I have some. I'm a fan of the Bob, I'm hungry. arts. Hey, me too. Nice I'm, to meet you, Hungry. I'm dad. Should we go to Taco Bell after this? Let's do Taco Bell. Anyway, my joke was about I'm a fan of the electronic arts. Mm, gotcha. <sighs> and f- underground arts. Why don't you uh, sleep on it and come back yeah, next week? Yeah, the joke sucked. I'll think of something better and I'll open next week with my five minutes of stand-up. Let's go, type five. Uh, we got any voicemails? No, no voicemails. If you'd like to leave a voicemail, though, you can at 804-286-0626. We do, however, have some of those uh, gaming hot takes in the oh, in the in, in the Instagram that were uh, delivered to me. There's some good ones. Let's go. We'll probably do that one next week. Okay. And then we can put that one out, and that help you a bonus. We also have, like I said earlier and alluded to, we have a uh, bonus episode coming out of best. TV show intro, and then uh, I'll probably start dropping the the Delta Green episodes. Probably do one a week. I love it. How many of those are there? 
Or is it a surprise? I think I did four. Okay. Nice. And they, since we didn't anticipate on how it was going to work, they might end in a weird way. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Just cutting off? No, it doesn't do that, but it might not. There's no break point that it's like a good Mm. wrap up. So it might, you might just get to the end of the episode and need to listen to the next episode immediately. Can have you already done it? Yes. Oh, I was going to say because you could, for the beginning of the next episode, you could back it up a little bit to give them. A... This, is my, this is my first time editing a podcast. <laughs> Jesus okay. Christ! Yes, I did that, Connor. Okay. It's kind of hard when you know. Me, I even have me and Nick are in the same room, just hey, firing I even, on all cylinders. I even used some John Carpenter esque music because I knew that you would be a fan of that. Thank you. So it's, it's just John Carpenter's music. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just stuff that he made. It's not really sounds like anything. It's just like acoustic stuff that he wrote. <laughs> um, but yeah, so okay, it's all put together. Cool. Nice. And um, mm. what should I order at Taco Bell? Bean burrito. Mm. Bean burrito? Okay. Jal- jalapeno, extra jalapeno sauce. Jalapeno and bean burrito. Gotcha. All right, that's going to be it for this podcast. I'm Dewey. I'm Dewey 2. I'm Dewey 3. Thanks for flying with us. <laughs>